Today's match is in the books, and now it's time to break it down. Welcome to Cougar Post-Match Live. Toward the byline, cross coming to the sixth. It's hiding in! Michaela Coulahan! Post-match coverage of BYU women's soccer is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Smith's, low prices, market fresh at Smith's. And by Zion's Bank. For banking that helps you tackle every financial challenge, Zion's Bank is for you. Now let's get you back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so welcome back inside Merlot Field in beautiful Portland, Oregon. BYU is a winner tonight over the Pilots. Final score is 2-0. That was our score at halftime. So BYU makes the uh, interval cushion hold up for three points here on the home at the home of the uh, Portland Pilots. So a scoreless second half. So all the highlights we're going to bring to you will be from uh, half number one tonight. And the, this game was scoreless all the way until the uh, 20th minute. It was a nice build-up for BYU, and it ended up with uh, Elise Flake being the beneficiary at the end of this sequence of action. Coolahan hard toward the goal line, gets crossed. That's deflected to Braby, a swing on it, a touch, a tap, and a score. It is roofed by Elise Flake, and the Cougars open the scoring in the 20th minute. So the goal by Elise Flake, the assist to Lizzie Braby, and BYU led it by a score of 1-0. The score stayed that way until the 32nd minute. And, uh, again, one of those uh, shots where the coach says just to put it on frame and see what happens, and uh, BYU ended up going 2-0 because of that this way. The layoff to Michaela, tapped away. Beg your pardon to Brockbank. Brockbank tries a shot. Oh, it's in! Brockbank shoots from distance, and Wallian spilled it through her legs and into the net. Ashton Brockbank with the ball loose to where he just tried it, and it skipped through the legs of Wallian. That's a five-hole stunner in the 32nd minute, and BYU takes the 2-0 lead. And the, and the goal was just that surprising as uh, nobody expected that to find the back of the net. It did, uh, courtesy of Wallian, goes five-hole as she had to go through her arms and her legs into the back of the net. BYU led 2-0 in the 32nd. Stayed that way all the way till the end, a scoreless second half. And BYU ends up winning it by a final score of 2-0. Two, two, some half some uh, post-game stats for you now. BYU with 14 shots to 7 for Portland tonight. Those 14 shots, 6-plus Less than BYU's normal per game average. BYU of the 14 shots put five on frame. Portland of their seven shots put two on net. Sabrina Davis made a couple of saves, and Wallian made three for Portland. There were 17 fouls in this match. BYU with 11, and Portland with six. All four corner kicks go to BYU. We saw the offside flag three times tonight, twice against the Cougars. And joining us tonight off of shutout number 11 tonight, it is Sabrina Davis. Sab, thanks for joining us. How you been? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah, really good. Let's, uh, I guess, first of all, hit um, early in the match. You collide with somebody, and I'm not sure if it's a teammate or a Portland player, and you're down for a bit. Uh, who'd you hit? I think it was a Portland player. I asked Brent afterwards. I kind of got a little shaky afterwards. So I really didn't know who I hit, but he told me that it was a Portland player. She was wide open on the backside, so that's how he knew. <laughs> okay. And um, what were you feeling at that moment? You a little woozy or? Yeah, just a little shaky. More um, just the contact. Like I said, sometimes coming out on a cross like that, you're blindsided, so you don't mm. really see just because you're focusing on the ball. So just a little shaken up and then just a little tweak on my ankle. That's all. You didn't you didn't take the goal kick. I think Alyssa took the ensuing goal kick. Did you feel better as the game went along? Or? Yeah. yeah, I did. It just took a... A little bit, and we just talked about as a back line that there's no risk, and so I felt like it was a better decision to just have to be safe than sorry. Okay. Yeah, congrats on the win. Uh, 
playing against this Portland team, obviously a good team, and they played a three-back, which is probably something you guys haven't seen all season. What did you guys learn and take away from it? Well, we like I said, so we had talked earlier about the formations that they played, and they had talked about playing a 3-5-2 and just uh, being aware of their open space in the back, like outside of those back three lines. So we just made sure we talked at halftime to see if we can see what their outside backs are doing. If they're giving, if they're pinching in, that gives us the space outside, and we need to attack that space outside. If they took outside, then that gives us the space on inside. So we just needed to be a little bit more aware. What impressed you most about uh, your team's effort, and what impressed you most about the opponents tonight? Um, what impressed me the most about our team's effort is we took what we got. I mean, you mentioned earlier about the second goal. Um, it was unfortunate for the goalkeeper. I mean, everyone makes mistakes, and it is what it is, and we learn. But we took what we got, and we made best and, like, took it. Um, one thing that I love that our team did is we just continued to play through the little battles that we had. You know, Elise got taken out um, with a head injury, and that was kind of hard, but the subs did a great job, and the back line did an awesome job. And then Portland's just a great team. It's always difficult playing here just because they've got Michelle French as their head coach. She's well-known here at the soccer world. And like I said, they're a great team. Okay, so BYU now uh, keeps the undefeated run going this year. I hope it never ends. Uh, 14-0-1 <laughs> on the year, 4-0-1 in the WCC. So now that you've played five league games, you're now on the downhill side mm-hmm. of the conference campaign with just four to go. Uh, as you get closer to the end and closer to a championship, how much is that driving this team forward, knowing that if you just keep winning, you will be outright league champs? And will we just take – I'm just going to stop you there first. I mean, yeah, we have four games ahead, but we just do a good job as a team taking one game at a time. And I think that is what driven our team the most this year is just, hey, we play one game at a time. Yeah, we won last week. We won 14 games, as you mentioned. But – we like humble ourselves and make sure we prepare and get better for the next game. Not every night's going to be eight nil, by the way. No, right? yeah, no, and that's a, it's funny because I was talking, I was walking up here with Lena, and I was like, I think that was frustrating for our team, but we were like, hey guys, you know, we're okay, we're still winning two zero, you know, let's play confident, and if the goals come, great. If not, like, let's just play to our strengths and keep possession. Yeah, and you're having kind of the dream season everyone wants as a BYU soccer player, staying undefeated, just rolling right now. Mm-hmm. As a senior, what has stuck out to you about this team? We talk a lot about how this is a special team. What is, what is special about that? I'll tell you, just the team culture. Um, I absolutely love that we travel 25 players. Not most teams do. They usually travel 22 just because those are the people that can play. But this team is just special just because we are constantly cheering each other on and making sure that the little moments count you know being a senior yeah I'm not gonna lie I'm pretty sad that it's slowly coming to an end but and I hope it doesn't (laughs) we make it way far but I'm just proud of the back line too, staying consistent and making sure that you know we're disciplined in the back and we block shots and just stay humble like I said you see that they're passionate back there Lisa Dan blocking shots same with being coming out big on crosses and Josie going not allowing any crosses and just the forwards too so the day ends with a clean sheet for mm-hmm. you and the team. It ends with three points. It ends with a 14th win. The day began with a pretty cool experience out at Nike this morning, right? Yeah, I was going to say, we got a nice little tour around Nike. I ain't complaining. The only thing I actually am complaining about is we didn't get to go to the employee store, but that's all right. <laughs> there are certain rules that keep these student-athletes out of the employee store. <laughs> You're but right. But broadcasters get to go. I know. I'm a little jealous of your little <laughs> Nike shoes. I see in Nike jackets out there. I see. I, know, I really thought it was – all the times I've been to Portland, I've been to the employee store many, many times, but never to the actual campus. And so the tour we got today, mm-hmm. uh, courtesy of Michael Hansen, who is a – a great BYU grad and supporter of the program and uh, one of the higher-ups at Nike, 
gave us a great tour of the facilities. Um, I say the facilities. It's a mega campus. Well, as I say, yeah, the we Serena were, Williams. Yeah, <laughs> we were everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, once the tour's done, you got to go to work, right? So there's the Bo Jackson Field, and you guys practiced on the Bo Jackson Field like a regular game day, right? Oh, yeah. And as I say, hey, we kind of talked about maybe it was good luck that we got to practice there. You know, and we're a Nike team. We're chilling. We're loving it all. So, yeah. It was fantastic. And, of course, it ends the right way with uh, three points here tonight. Sab, great to, to see that you're feeling okay after that early knock. Uh, obviously great to get three points, keep this thing rolling, hope it never ends, and yeah, we're back home. Uh, San Diego's next up. Uh, San Diego's on the hilltop tonight and playing an overtime game against USF, and last we check, it's 1-1 in the uh, in the second overtime, so we'll see how that thing shakes out tonight. Uh, Pepperdine and Santa Clara are playing a national TV game tonight, and at Santa Clara, Pepperdine has the 1-0 lead, so another interesting score to watch there. Uh, Chris Watkins' team uh, all over LMU tonight by a final score of 3-0. St. Mary's got their first win in league play earlier today, defeating Pacific by a score of 1-0, and of course, here we end up 2-zip in BYU's favor. Sab, thanks for your time. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, Donna. That is a keeper, Sabrina Davis, Jennifer Rockwood, BYU head coach, coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Postmatch Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For the final word on today's match, let's rejoin Elena Anderson and Greg Brubel. Yeah, it's Greg and Elena here in uh, Portland, Oregon, Merlot Field, home of the Portland Pilots. BYU coming into UP tonight and coming away with a 2-0 win to get three more points and to stay top of the table in the West Coast Conference. And next up for BYU San Diego back at Southfield on Saturday night. So it's a, a midweek road swing for BYU, successfully accomplished. And uh, again, Elena, we, we kind of hit it during the match, but you know, not uh, not every game is going to be uh, the five one six nil eight nothing run that BYU's been on recently. Sometimes uh, two nil is good enough. You live, you learn, you, you 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 take what you discover tonight about your team, and you move forward. Exactly. As a former player, too, there's so many games throughout the season where sometimes the game is decided on two to three plays. A lot of the times, I mean, BYU's had a special season so far, but they are going to have games where all it takes is that one shot. That's going to be the difference on the scoreline. And tonight, they did a great job at capitalizing on the opportunities they had and come away with a big win. And BYU stays undefeated against uh, Portland during WCC competition. Nine meetings, nine wins for BYU now. As uh, from 2011 through 2019, BYU's never tasted defeat against this historically prominent program. A historically prominent coach, Jennifer Rockwood, now joining us on the headset here at Merlot Field. Jen, congratulations on win number 14 on the season and three more points for your team. Uh, yeah, thanks. That was sorry. I just lost my breath. I had to run up those stairs. Well, should we give you a second? <laughs> <laughs> you probably should. No. You know, sometimes you know when a, when a coach, whether it's uh, basketball or soccer, having to run up flights of stairs to reach us, it's almost unfair to throw them right on the mic because I've done this before, where you're not. You'd have no breath, and you start trying to talk. It doesn't work out so well. So we'll give Jen a second uh, just to cool her heels and catch her breath. We'll give you BYU's individual stats of no tonight. We gave you Sabrina Davis's clean sheet. We talked with Sab a minute ago. Elise Flake with uh, four shots, two on goal, including BYU's first goal of the night. Elise also picked up three fouls in addition to being fouled a couple times, and she was knocked around pretty good tonight. Uh, Michaela Coulihan had three shots. Josie Gwynn, two shots, including a shot on goal. She had a couple of fouls. Lizzie Brady with an assist and a shot. Danix Rossio with a shot, uh, uh, Sarah Jane Affleck with a shot, Jamie Shepard a shot, Ashton Brockbank as well. Another assist tonight went out to Cameron Tucker on BYU's second goal of the night. Goal number one came from Elise in the 20th, and goal number two came from Ashton Brockbank in the 32nd, and those goals held up for BYU as they win it by a score of 2-0. Jen Rockwood rejoining us. Now, uh, first goal from Elise, second from Ashton was all you needed tonight. Yeah, that was quite a battle tonight for us. And it was a tough game, and um, you know we were a bit out of rhythm of sorts and uh, struggled to kind of keep the ball. But 
you know, a lot of uh, respect for Portland. Um, defensively, they did a great job of, of shutting things down for us. Um, you know, they were playing with that one front and then the four. And so our backs, you know, every time they looked up, they just saw a wall of people. And, um, you know, this wasn't an easy game by any means. It was physical. It was fast. It was uh, a little hectic sometimes. And uh, But, wow, we just found a way to make it happen and got those two goals early, fairly early in that first half, and just kind of rolled those in. Portland succeeded in kind of clogging clogging things up. Even though you might think there's a lot of space with three in the back, they made it difficult for BYU. Yeah, they really did. And like I said, we just um, we, we passed and lost the ball a lot when we were trying to switch the point um, and kind of led into their transition, which is one of their strengths. They've got a couple really dangerous players. Um, and I think, you know, in the first half, we kind of just uh, – Forgot that we were ahead, and uh, you know at halftime we said we just needed to settle down. We were we were playing a little frantic, like we were behind when we actually had the lead. So, you know, again, it's it's great to be able to struggle a little bit. There's lots we can learn from this as we're continuing to get better. Uh, but coming on the road in this environment, you know, against a Portland team that hasn't given up hardly any goals this year, um, really pr- proud of the way we battled and we fought through it. Yeah, and like you talked about, every game you learn something new about your team. What did you learn about this BYU team against this Portland? You know, I just think that um, things have come pretty good for us these last few games, playing at home and moving the ball and scoring lots of goals. And when it didn't happen, um, just the fight that we continue to have, even though things weren't easy, it wasn't coming, we, we really struggled to kind of settle down. I'm, I'm sure Portland, you know, seemed to outpossess us at times, and that's something that hasn't happened yet this year. And so, uh, you know, we just held our ground. I thought defensively, you know, our back four uh, did a tremendous job, you know, defending that counterattack and those dangerous players. Um, I thought they did a fantastic job. You didn't need, you didn't make any subs on the back line tonight, right? Mm-hmm. Kept them pretty solid yep. all night long. Um, you did have to make uh, at least uh, one sub for Elise after she took a knock. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sabrina Davis early, Elise Flake late, probably the two most worrisome um, collisions we saw out there tonight, but both seem to be. I mean, Sab talked with this post game. She's okay. How's mm-hmm. Elise? Yeah, Elise is going to have a nice shiner. She's got already a, a black eye and a little a cut. But uh, like I said, it was a physical game. Both teams were just kind of putting it all out there. And um, that was, a, a, you know, like I said, to come on the road, this place against a team that has played some great defense, um, has had some great results. They've played a very competitive schedule, uh, really kind of had us on our heels at times. But, again, we did what we needed to do to get the result. And, and, and no team should complain about a, a 2 nil shutout on the road to stay undefeated on the season, right? <laughs> exactly. And that's what, you know, again, we told them at halftime, you guys were up 2-0. There's just, you know, these girls have a lot of expectations, um, and that's a good thing. We have to be careful that it doesn't let us get too frustrated when things don't go exactly how we plan them. That's part of competition and part of the pressure of playing at this level and knowing that we're going to get everybody's best shot. Um, and, yeah, I mean, after the game, that's what we said halftime. I mean, uh, after the game as well is we're 14-0-1. It wasn't easy. Um, it wasn't maybe, you know, something that was smooth for us like our last three games have been. But we did what we have to had to do to keep a shutout, to get, a, again, a shutout here on the road. That's, that's big time. Yeah. Yeah, big time indeed. So I know obviously eyes are set right now on winning the conference championship and later down the line looking to make around the NCAA tournament. How important are games like these to kind of test your team and kind of check the heart rate and see where they are? Yeah, they're just so important. I mean, once you kind of get into conference play, anything can happen. I mean, Michelle and I were talking that about that at the beginning of the game. You know, you just never know what to expect, and the results have been kind of, you know, crazy. There's always some uh, games out there that uh, any given – 
any given team can beat anybody on any given night. And so we just have to continue to to, to try and get better each week, um, to learn from every single game. We still have a lot of uh, competition ahead of us in conference. We want to make sure we stay in the driver's seat and control our, our own destiny. So these three points are huge for us. Speaking of three points, uh, USF got them in uh, double overtime, golden goal tonight. Uh, USF at home trailed San Diego 1-0, scored the second, and scored the third in the second overtime. USF defeats USD by a score of 2-1. So San Diego goes from losing in double overtime on the hilltop to coming to your place now on Saturday. Yeah, and, um, you know, I'm glad we're going home uh, and they're still on the road. You know, we... uh, uh, didn't sub as much uh, as we have in the past, and so my guess is we'll have to rely uh, more on our bench um, on Saturday with the amount of minutes that our starters did play. But um, I think uh, the girls will be ready to go uh, getting back at Southfield. Um, we've had uh, great minutes from our, our reserves um, all year, and I, I would expect to uh, have a great uh, game on Saturday night. Well, we'll be there for it. BYU and San Diego, 6.30 radio pregame and a 7 o'clock kick for the Cougars and the Toreros. Tonight's post-match coach interview brought to you by Zions Bank. For banking that helps you tackle every financial challenge, Zions Bank is for you. Jennifer Rockwood tonight picking up career win number 389 back in her home state. Always good to be home, right? Always good to be home. Always good to go home with a win. And now you're heading home from one home to another home. Exactly. Back to the Utah home on Saturday for the Cougars in San Diego. Jen, congrats again. We will, uh, we'll see you on the bus here in a second. Awesome. Thanks, All right, guys. that's Jennifer Rockwood, and that's going to do it for tonight's broadcast from Merlot Field here in uh, Portland, Oregon. Our thanks to the crew back at uh, BYU Radio. Tanner Rawl is our studio control coordinator. We had Terry South, our coordinating producer, our engineers Barry Squires and Sean Faith. We had intern help back at BYU Radio as well. Well, here in Portland, it was uh, Coach Rockwood and Sabrina Davis joining us postgame. And my color commentary colleague is Elena Maderos Anderson. We'll be back with you together on Saturday from Southfield for BYU in San Diego. Again, 6.30 radio pregame, 7 o'clock for the kick. So for all the aforementioned, my name is Greg Grubel saying, in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Women's Soccer, BYU 2, Portland 0 here at Merlot Field on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night so long from Portland, Oregon. been brought to you by... Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Brought to you by Smith's Food and Drug. Smith's now has grocery pickup and online delivery to save you time. And by Zions Bank. For banking that helps you tackle every financial challenge, Zions Bank is for you. BYU Women's Soccer is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. BYU Women's Soccer is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.